All right, ladies, we are very excited to have Pastor Ray Sheen with us this morning. And I just have to tell my little testimony how um, Pastor Ray Sheen came with uh, Pastor Don Damon last fall. And I think another time, and um, we happened to be having our all-volunteer appreciation luncheon, and we invited them to stay. And so at the very end, this was when Karen Hagen spoke, um, I had asked the pastors uh, that were there, because we had some amazing women of God there, and I asked them to come forward and have them pray over each one of us as we're um, serving in leadership and serving and volunteering and so on. And um, I just had such a drawing to ask Pastor um, Rasheen to pray for me. And um, if you ever heard the expression, she read my mail, she read my mail. And just confirmed some things. I still remember everything you said. And sometimes when people speak prophetically into your life and it doesn't line up with what God is, you know, saying, and it might be way off, you put it on your spiritual shelf or you say, no, I don't think that lines up. And it's okay. But that's not what I did because she confirmed things that God had already spoken, but I was too afraid to say, okay. And so I just want you to know <laughs> those words still ring very loudly in my spirit, and I'm very excited about what she spoke to me that day, and God confirmed. Um, and so let me just, uh, we've not had her speak before, but um, she's got a, a wonderful women's ministry called Dare to Dream Ministries. You will notice that there's a merchandise table in the back there. She sells jewelry. So you're going to check it out, among some other things. I'm sure she will um, explain. And she and her husband, Robert, uh, Pastor Robert, they pastor Dream Builders International Ministries. And that's right here, based in Grand Rapids, obviously. And so I'm sure she'll tell you a little bit more about herself. But would you please help me welcome Pastor Rasheen this morning. Thank you. Good morning. I am so excited to be here this morning. What an honor and a privilege to be amongst all you beautiful women. You get to come out and um, express your love to God on a Thursday morning. How exciting is that? Um, before I get started, I, I will share a little bit about myself. I am Pastor Rachel Sims. Me and my husband planted uh, Dream Builders International Church last year of July, and I formerly was a, one of the associate pastors at Grand Rapids First Church for 15 years. Um, served as women's ministry director, and um, um, did mainly all the counseling there and also served um, as an interim worship leader until they found someone. But um, I'm just grateful for the journey that God has taken us, me and my husband, through. And um, so now we have Planet Dream Builders International Church. It is um, an awesome ministry, and it is based out of really my ministry, which is called Dream, um, Dare to Dream. Dare to Dream um, was planted. I lost my mom at the age of uh, 23, and um, my mom died. And um, when my mom died, uh, when we cleaned up her house, she had, um, she, how she prayed to God is she wrote her prayers, like, you know how you journal? And um, so when we were cleaning out the house, we found all of these wonderful notebooks of powerful prayers that she had wrote to God and dreams that she had wrote to God that she never fulfilled. And um, so I began to pray, and I said, God, you know, we need to, I want to be able to impact people's lives um, to where they begin to step out into what it is that God has called them to do. And so Dare to Dream Ministry was birthed in, um, after that. And so I do a big conference every other year where we just inspire and get uh, people, God, it used to be just for women, and the men got jealous. And um, they said, hey, we dream too. And so then we started inviting the men. But the women, we were having a great time. And so the first night is a night of... Um, just motivational time, and then um, the next night, 
We put together dream boards, which, which is like a vision prayer board, and then we apply the word of God to that. And so I have a lot of testimonies on my um, Facebook page and on, on my ministry page of things that have come to pass when people have built um, these dream boards. It's just been a powerful, powerful moment. So anyway, um, my husband and I, we've been married 23 years this year um, in October, and um, I have two teenagers. Woohoo! Hallelujah, right? <laughs> So, yes, I have two teens. I have a boy and a girl. And um, so it's just it's an exciting journey that we are on. And so we're very excited what God is doing and what he has called us to. Um, this morning, um, I really was praying and asking the Lord. Oh, yeah, that's my family right there. So this morning, I was really praying and asking the Lord uh, what to share. And really, what the Lord told me is to share my testimony. And a lot of you don't know my testimony. But today, I'm going to speak about the power of your words make a difference. And um, as you know, as ladies, we speak and we say a lot of different things. <laughs> have you ever spoken anything that you wish you would not have said? Anybody? <laughs> Am I the only one? And so um, this morning, I'm going to really share uh, part of my testimony, and, and then I'm going to share with you also what God has given me. Before I get started, I do want to share about um, in the back, yes, I do, um, I love jewelry, um, always have. Um, but I never thought I would like get into a business selling anybody, anybody here ever thought you would ever do something that you now do. And so that's me selling jewelry and it's fun. I love doing it. Um, because people will ask you, you know, Oh, I like that piece of jewelry you have on. Then it gives me an opportunity to share the vision of what I'm doing. Um, the reason why I really got into it is I'm training my daughter, um, to be an entrepreneur, um, to begin to start something of her own. And so we're working together, um, doing the business together. I'm a paparazzi consultant. But the name of my jury is called BeautifyMeJury.com. That's the website you can go to. I do have business cards back there. But the neat thing about it is everything back there is $5. You can't go wrong. So all the sets are $5. Actually, this cute piece that I have on, it comes with earrings. All the sets come with earrings, $5. Who, can, who can't do $5? Isn't that great? So you guys can shop till you drop. <laughs> so I was hoping that... Um, I, was, I have two big shipments that are they're coming in yesterday. I thought they were coming in yesterday so I could bring them and share them with you, but they did not. So um, you can go to my website. You can shop, um, but you can also call me as well. But if you're interested in um, saying, you know what, God, I need, I believe in we should have different streams of income. If you're interested in knowing more about it, come talk to me, and I will be happy to share the vision with you. But let's get started and hear what the Lord has for us today this morning. Father, we bless you. We honor you. And we give you all the glory and the praise. And God, we move ourselves out the way and we allow you to come in. So Holy Spirit, have your way and speak to us today. God, I pray, God, over each and every woman that is in this room this morning, God. And I pray, God, that you would open up their spiritual ears, God, that they can hear you very clear on what you have for them, God, and what you have for their family. And so, God, we declare and we decree that this is our year, 2018, for breakthrough financial overflow, and blessings. And we declare and we decree that it is our year, God, for us to hear you very clear and to have such a relationship with you, God, that we are women of God that are obedient what you have called us to do. And so, God, we say yes to your will and to your way this morning. And so, God, we thank you for what you have for us this morning. We give you glory and we give you praise. And we declare that you are worthy of all the glory and the praise and all those that agree. Would you put your hands together and let the enemy know that he's defeated this morning? Amen. 
So I'm talking about the power of your words, and everybody knows we all have said something that we regret saying. How the power of words really came, um, about 13 years ago, um, uh, as I was growing up, is, are there all women here? Are there any men here? Well, God bless you. Forgive me for what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I just want to be transparent. I believe in being transparent and being just real. Um, but um, as I was growing up, I always had... Uh, problems with um, cycle issues and um, so it was never regular and so I always felt like well that's really weird but once I realized as I got older what what what, what really was happening um, I was kind of glad that it wasn't regular <laughs> but then I knew that there was a situation and so um, when I went to the doctor about 13 years ago I am a ovarian cancer survivor and um, God has healed me miraculously so the power of my words came through that testimony of that journey that I was on in my life. And so everybody knows that when you get uh, news like that, it's not exciting. And um, sometimes you kind of forget, um, you, can't, you, can't, you can't even remember a scripture, you can't remember words, you can't remember anything. And so I'm going to kind of take you through the journey of my life and Remember, the whole time, though, we're talking about the power of our words. And so um, one scripture that I'm going to give you, and then I'm just going to begin to talk because I know some people, they, we got to do a scripture. we got to have a scripture. And so the scripture that the Lord gave me, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hosea 14 and 2 says, take with your words and turn to the Lord. And Proverbs 6 and 2 says, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Matthew 12, 37 says, by the words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And the Lord says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And your words are important, but you have to begin to put God's words in your mouth and speak them out. And so when I got a call from my doctor um, telling me they needed me to come in to do a more diagnosis and more tests, um, you know, when I first got the news, I wasn't thinking about praying. I'm just going to be honest with you. I wasn't thinking about declaring and decreeing <laughs> um, what God had said. Um, I just kind of sit and pause for a minute and just, um, I just kind of sit in quiet. Um, I love to worship. And so the first thing I did was I began to uh, play some worship music, and I just began to worship God. And then the declaration started. I began to declare who I was in him and um, that God was a healer and that I believed in miracles. And so as I began to declare the word of God, I began to feel much better. And so I called them back, and they said, we need you to come in. We see something that is not, um, not quite we're not quite clear, but we want to do some more testing. And so I went in and got tested, and um, they had definitely said that you are, um, you know, ovarian cancer. And everybody knows the doctors, they just have to be doctors and share all the news that they want to share. And so I allowed him to share, but I also was uh, bold with my faith in God and let him know what I declared and what I believed. And sometimes when you get news, whether it's um, health-wise or whatever, 
you, you have to stand up and declare back what God is saying to you. Don't sit there and just listen to what they're saying and what they're speaking. You begin to declare right in front of them. Don't, do not be ashamed and begin to declare what God's, God's word says. And you'll never believe who in the room knows who he is. And so when I begin to declare who my, who my God was and that I still believe in miracles, the nurse that I was there, she was a God-sent nurse, and she says, I declare and I decree with you, and I stand with you through this journey. And I said, praise God, thank you. Um, so as I walked through the journey of ovarian cancer at the time, um, if anybody has ever been in a room where people are getting um, chemotherapy treatments, it's a very, um, it's cold, it's, um, it's very dreary, it's, it's, it's just ugly, to be honest with you. And I'm an atmosphere changer. <laughs> so when I was sitting in that room, after two times, I thought, okay, what can I do to change the atmosphere? This is crazy. I knew I couldn't bring my praise and worship music and pump it up and begin to worship God. <laughs> but I thought about it. But I thought, okay, what can I do to change the atmosphere? So for me, what I did was I went home and made my own binder of declarations of you know, every healing scripture I could find, I just began to write declarations and begin to declare God's word. And I would bring those declarations with me every other week to chemotherapy treatments. And people started looking around like, who's she talking to? You know, because I was declaring out loud. I was not ashamed that my God was about to do a miraculous healing in my life. Um, and so finally, I knew in my prayer time, I said, watch. I said, I was believing God. I said, I'm believing God that people are going to start asking me, what are you doing? What's going on over there? Because I wanted them to. I wanted them to believe just like I was believing that God can do a miraculous thing in their life. The power of your words can make a big difference. One word can change everything. One word can change the atmosphere. And so I said, I went in there um, one day. I woke up excited because I knew that I had the power to change the atmosphere. And I remember going in, the nurse said, Wow, she said, you have such a glow. You just seem so excited. And I said, I'm very excited. I believe lives are going to be changed today. She just like kind of chuckled at me, you know, like, okay, great. Rasheen, you always come here with, you know, a great attitude. You know, that's wonderful. And I'll point this out, that whenever you're going through um, something in life, it's good to have a positive attitude. Sometimes it's hard because we can't see, you know, a lot of times we, we would love to see what's going to happen but I couldn't see what was going to happen, but I knew what was going to happen because I knew what God told me was going to happen. I knew that he was going to heal me. I knew that I was going to be free from this. And so I, every, every time I went in to get treatments, I went in like I was already healed. I already seen it. I already declared it. I made a vision board that I was healed. Um, I declared over my hair. Everybody knows that you, the one thing you don't want to lose, use is lose your glory. And um, I had very long hair, um, but I cut my hair. When I turned 50, I wanted a new look. And so I cut my hair when I turned 50, and I wanted something different. But I lost very little hair. Um, I prayed over my hair. I prayed over things that I didn't want to lose. Um, and so when I went in there, I began to declare God's word uh, through the binder and begin to speak scriptures. And a lady kind of nudged me, and she said, hey, what are you reading? What is that? What kind of book are you reading? I said, oh, it's my declaration. She said, what is that? And so I began to, I said, you know what, let me, let me just share some of them with you. So I ripped out a page and gave her one, and the room just, like, began to change. Then somebody else said, hey, what are you guys doing over there? So it's about 10 of us in there getting chemo treatment, sitting there with IVs in our arms, and um, getting this medication that they say will help. But, but in that moment when the three ladies began to get excited about um, what I was reading, 
Everybody in the room wanted that paper. So I was so excited, I took my binder and just began to rip out all my declarations. And I began to pass them out in the room. And everybody in the room was declaring out loud. So the doctors walked in, it's like, it was just, it sounded like a whole bunch of stuff going on, and it was. <laughs> and I told her, I said, put your name in it. Where, where you see my name, put your name in. So I said, I declare that by his stripes, Rasheen Sims is healed in Jesus' name. I declare I am whole and complete in him. I declare there's nothing missing or broken in my life. I declare that my cells are lining up and that they see me clear, that the next time I come in, we have a clear report. And as we begin to declare that, they begin to believe it. You know what you begin to say out loud? You begin to believe. They begin to believe, and they started feeling so good about it, and they said, this is so exciting. Can you make us a binder? <laughs> I said, I would love to. So my next assignment, I went home, and I was so excited that I said, God, I'm an atmosphere changer. I always declare that wherever I am, I can change the atmosphere. And um, so I said, oh, I'm so excited. So when I went in the next time, I went in like, we're about to have church up in here. This is going to be exciting. <laughs> it became my sanctuary. Um, and so I passed out the binders. I made little binders. I didn't have a real big binder, but I made little ones. And I put their names, um, put everybody's names that I knew, put their names in. So it was personal for them. And um, these ladies were so excited to begin to declare God's word. Three of the ladies got saved, became to know the Lord Jesus as their personal savior. Praise God. They didn't know who he was, but I knew they were going to know where he, who he was when I left because I was like, we got to change the atmosphere. We got to change things. We're friends still today. Um, all of the ladies, um, all the ladies are still living. Praise God. Um, still walking in faith and believing God. Amen. So I shared that to tell you that whatever you're going through in life, you have the power with your mouth to change anything, anything. You can walk in the grocery store and the cashier can have a bad attitude. You can change the atmosphere. I remember being in line at Myers and the lady was really having a bad day. I was having a good day. I was putting my groceries up. I said, good morning, how are you? And she's kind of looked at me like, you can't be speaking to me. I'm not having a good day. And I said, are you having a bad day? I said, it's a great day. The sun is shining. She was like, well, I'm not having a good day. I said, well, you're breathing. You're here. Isn't that awesome? You have a job. It's great. And so she kind of looked at me like, who is this lady? Where's she coming from? <laughs> and um, so she just began to have a conversation with me. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing in life, you can change the atmosphere. Even in your family. You don't like something that's going on in your household, in your family. Your words can change everything. But I want to tell you something that's very powerful. Silence is good. And sometimes we talk too much. <laughs> and sometimes we just need to be quiet. We need to allow God um, a chance to um, speak. Sometimes we just talk so much and we don't allow God to do anything. Anybody in here have teenagers? Just wave your hand with the joy of the Lord. Praise God. <laughs> so I have teens. And um, one thing God has showed me about um, having teens is being silent, is that I don't need to voice everything that I see or I don't like. Because it's so different when I was growing up to the way they do things, and I'm just thinking, this is so weird. So I'm going to tell you an inside story. I'm so glad my son's not here. He's like, Mom, please don't tell that. But <laughs> my son, um, he goes to East Kentwood High School. He was praying praying to go to that school because my kids grew up in a very small school, so I was kind of nervous about him going because it's so big. 
Um, but I knew they had the ninth grade um, where they can all the ninth graders could be together. So anyway, he's in tenth now. He's doing really great. Um, but the um, the kids wear um, the teens now. They wear flip flops when it starts getting warm, and then they wear shorts and then they wear sweatshirts. And I'm still trying to figure that out because it's hot. It's like 80 degrees. It was 78 degrees or something like that this week. He had a sweatshirt on, and he had on shorts, and he had flip-flops. So he's coming out to get in the car, and I'm looking at him like, where are you going? You can't be going to school. And he says, Mom, I'm ready. And I says, son, you have on a sweatshirt. It's going to be 78 degrees. It's hot. You need a T-shirt on. And why are you wearing shorts? See, I didn't grow up wearing shorts to school. I wore pants or a dress. And so I'm, I'm thinking back to when I was his age, but I wasn't thinking that things had changed. And then he has on flip-flops, which I think is totally not appropriate to wear to school. So I says, I need you to go put your gym shoes on. He kind of looks at me like, Mom, everybody wears them. I said, you're not everybody. You're a leader. You're not a follower. And he just kind of looked at me. So he goes in, and he puts his gym shoes on. And I get to his school, and all these kids have on flip-flops, shorts, and sweatshirts. I'm just like, he goes, Mom, look, see, see. I said, I said, that's okay. I said, you're a leader. You're not, you're, you're, you're a leader. You're not a follower. And so my kids have heard me declare and decree their whole life. And sometimes I know they get tired of it, but guess what? Um, the atmosphere is changing, but it's also changing their minds um, on how they decide to do things in life. And so even with your kids, you can change the atmosphere in your homes and with your kids by the power of your words. Our words can change everything. Even in your marriage, it can change everything. I'm so glad that me and my husband, we have been married 23 years. And I can't tell you that the 23 years have been, all of them have just been exciting and just overflowing with joy, because that would not be the truth. We've had challenges in our life, but we've made a decision um, that we would always um, speak the word of God over everything. We would never go to bed um, angry at each other. We would always let each other know. Now, you know, as women, let's be honest here, I'm one, God has, um, he has matured me and I have grown out of it, but before, it took me a long time to just let things go. I don't know, if, maybe none of you are like that, um, <laughs> but it's like, I just wanted to hold on to that, and it's like, as I begin to study the word of God and study scripture, I realize you got to let it go. I mean, you're the only one that's unhappy. My husband's walking around happy as ever. And I'm walking around like so upset. It's like, I need you to be upset with me. And he's looking at me like, get over it. We're fine. We're good. So we can change the atmosphere. We can change anything in our home by the power of our words and the things that we declare and decree. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Whatever you talk about the most is what you build your faith in. Whatever you talk about the most is what you build your faith in. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Your words decide your future. Your words decide your future. Do you know that what you are today is what you said you were yesterday? Think about it. And believing what others have said, anytime somebody has your ear, they influence you. So you need to know who you are in Christ. You need to know what it is that God has called you to do. You need to know what it is that God said he wants to do for you. And what God, what do you see God do for others, he'll do for you as well. How much have you been influenced by listening to the wrong voices? Sometimes we listen to the wrong voice, and sometimes that wrong voice is us. And so that's why it's important 
to put decorations and scriptures and the word of God on mirrors and in your homes. I have declarations all over because sometimes there's mornings that you wake up automatically being challenged um, in things in life. And so you have to begin to declare the word of God right away. Words create pictures in your mind, and those pictures help your self-image. And that's why it's a powerful thing to have those things right in front of you. Self-image is your self-portrait. It's your mental image of you, and it's the way that you see yourself. I remember I was believing God to lose um, 50 pounds before I turned 50. I was like, I don't want to be big when I turn 50. Um, I was chubby when I was um, younger, always was chubby, and um, I've lost over 120 pounds. Um, yes, praise the Lord. By the power of my words and discipline. And so um, I'm one, I believe in vision boards. I believe in that. And so I put a picture of myself on the refrigerator where I would go to <laughs> of myself, um, you know, being big and then what I would look like small, uh, as small. Now, I didn't go through magazines and pull out these models because I knew I wasn't going to be, a, you know, these, these models or whatever. I just picture myself a couple sizes smaller and just put myself up there. But I just had to, I had to see it and I began to discipline myself. So late at night when I wanted that Hudsonville butter pecan ice cream, <laughs> I said, nope, nope, you can't get that. Get you some sherbet, eat some yogurt, that's good. So I would get some yogurt, put some fresh fruit on it and enjoy it like it was ice cream. And I had to like keep talking to myself that remember you have a goal that when you turn 50, you wanna be healthier. I had to keep telling myself that. Now, it might sound crazy to you, but it was working for me. And, um, but it was something about late at night snacks when everybody was asleep. It was like the joy of the Lord was in the room. <laughs> you know, nobody's asking you for anything. You know, like, kids, can I, have, can I taste that? Can I try that? You know, and my husband wasn't saying, oh, let me have the last bite of that. It was like everybody was asleep, and it was like me in the sanctuary in the kitchen. <laughs> And one of my favorite things to do is I love making pound cakes. And um, I, I only do it now on the holidays because I have disciplined myself to know not to do it because I know that if I make a cake in the morning, as I'm sleeping, you ever lay down and you thought about, oh, wow, a slice of cake and some coffee would really be good right now. And so I would get up and go do that. And then I forgot I had that cake when I got up. And then when I get up again, I'm getting cake. And it's like, hey, you can't do that. So I had to really discipline myself and begin to talk to myself. Okay, Rasheen, all right, you need to line up. You need to get yourself disciplined. And so the power of our words and what we declare and what we say can change everything in your life. And so I'm telling you that, and I keep saying that because I want you to know that anything that you speak out, it will become. Anything that you speak out, it will become. And so as I began to declare each and every day that I was healed, that I was walking in healing, that I wasn't going to lose my hair, um, that I wasn't going to get real sick after chemo, that I was going to be able to do all the things I needed to do, God gave me the strength and the energy to be able to do what I needed to do. And I just believe that. And I believe that it will happen for all of you in this room as well as you begin to declare and you begin to decree over things. Um, one of the big things that I have been believing God is for, I have three aunts who, they love God, um, they grew up in God, but they didn't really serve him, you know, all the time. I would say full time. 
you know, they were like on the banana peel, slipping and sliding every now and then, you know. Mother's Day, Easter, you know, you would see them come. And so one of the hearts of me and my husband when we started this ministry is that our family would come to know the Lord. Um, and so I'm so excited that my aunts, they have been faithful um, coming since we started the ministry. Um, they have been involved, and it's just a blessing. And it's something that I had declared, like, so long ago. So if you've been praying and you've been declaring and decreeing over things, because some of you in this room, you have a list of some things that you've been believing God for for a long time. I want to tell you today, don't give up on that prayer, on your child, on your husband, on a sister or a brother, whomever that is. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. It's going to happen. They will know, they will come to know who he is. I declare and decree that they will. And you know what? Your life and the way you live, you're the biz biggest example to them. And something, one of my aunts came to me and they said, well, it was kind of cute, then it wasn't kind of cute, what she said, but I'm going to tell you what she said. She <laughs> says, I love you. She said, you've always been so old-fashioned. So I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> She said, well, I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, I grew up, um, I love my grandma. Um, my grandma's going to be home with the Lord, but I love being around older people. Um, I just think you can gleam a lot from them, a lot of wisdom from them. And um, so me and my grandma were very close. And so my aunt always told, told me that I act very old, much older than you are. You always act older. But one thing I can say about you is that you were always sold out to God. And I said, thank you. I'm glad that you, this is what you see. And so I told her, I said, we've been praying for you for, for years, and I'm so excited what God is doing in your life and how you have come to know him as your personal savior and that you're serving him and what a difference it makes. And so Dream Builders International Church, we declare and we decree each and every day. Declarations is a big thing to me, declaring God's words. I have some declarations in the back um, that are for sale. They're just $1, take one, um, and put it on your refrigerator and begin to declare what the word of God says about you and what he's saying to you. The words are very powerful in what we say and what we decree in our life. There are three areas that shape who you are. One is your appearance, your performance, and the importance. Jesus never told people who they were not. He always told them who they could be. He speaks words of boldness, confidence, admiration, courage, respect, esteem, and most of all, love. And so you need to know that you are beautiful in the sight of God. And what he's called you to do is a great, marvelous thing. So I want to encourage you um, this morning that um, if you have looked at yourself um, any differently before I even got up and talked about the power of your words, to begin to look at yourself in the eyes the way that Jesus sees you. And I guarantee you that you will see someone totally different. Now, as you know, as you go out the door this morning, you will be challenged with your words because that's just how the enemy does. But I believe and decree and declare that you will pass the test this morning. Amen? Amen. I have a ministry. Um, it's called Declare and Decree, and we do a workshop every year. And what we do in the workshop is we come together and we write our own personal declarations. So whatever you believe in God for, you write these declarations. And we speak declarations throughout the whole time. 
it is a powerful thing. We have seen lives be transformed. We have seen people get jobs. We have seen people get free um, from different things that um, have afflicted them, um, different things that have afflicted their body. We've seen people get healed on the power of declarations. I am one that believes that the power of God works. Amen? Amen? The power of God works. Amen. Praise God. It does. Just pray. You can give God a hand clap. He's worthy of the glory and the praise this morning. I'm going to close out with this story about the power of your words. When me and my husband uh, were, um, when we got married, we were believing God for a home. And so we, our first place, we lived in an apartment, and then we moved to a duplex. But to be honest with you, I had always believed God that I would buy my grandmother's home. And my grandmother was the first African-Americans to build in East Grand Rapids. And I always loved my grandmother's home. And matter of fact, when my grandfather passed away, she wanted to redecorate. And I wanted to be the first to help her because in my mind, I was decorating my home. <laughs> and she didn't even know that I had put a vision board together and I had her house on it. Every room in her house, I had how I wanted it. It was hilarious. And I think about it now and I kind of laugh and I think, this is so funny, but that's, I was, that's how big I knew my God was. And so she says, oh, I'm going to have JCPenney's come and I'm going to get these cascade drapes. And I thought, oh, I don't want cascade drapes. <laughs> And she, I said that out loud. She says, what? You don't want cascade drift? She said, well, they're not for you. They're for me. And I thought, yeah, you're right. Okay. So I said, why don't you get blinds too while you're getting the drapes? So she got blinds and the drapes. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, when she sells me this house, I'm going to take those drapes down because I don't want cascade drapes. So she was getting it painted and everything. I helped her pick out the paint. I helped her pick out carpet. I mean, I was so excited about this. You would have thought I was building a home and getting something done for myself. Because in my mind, this was my house. This is what I was believing God for. So my grandmother had a stroke um, right before um, she um, moved out of the house. And she asked me and my husband to come over. She wanted to talk to us. And I was so excited about this talk because I knew that she was going to ask us if we wanted to buy this house. And my husband said, why? He said, you're so giddy today. What is it? And I said, I think my grandma's going to ask, do we want to buy the house? She goes, no, no, she's not going to. She said, your grandma's not going to sell that house. I said, oh, yes, she is. And she's going to sell it. She's going to sell it to me. <laughs> So we went over there, and my grandma said, yeah. She says, yeah, I think I'm, I'm ready to move um, and go into something smaller. Now, I'm going to tell you, I was so excited when she said that. But I couldn't show that I was excited because it would have looked like, you're excited about me going into something smaller? So I had to be very careful how I showed my excitement. <laughs> and so I said, I asked her, I said, Grandma, are you sure that this is the decision that you want to make? Are you really sure that you're ready to move out of your home? And she said, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm ready. And so um, my grandma moved into a smaller place. And then she says, I will, she said, I would like to pass it down to another person in the family. She said, but since I'm still living, I need to sell it. I said, most definitely, you do need to do that. She says, so you and your husband want to buy the house? I refrained from getting so excited because <laughs> I didn't want her to know that in my mind I had planned this for a very long time. And I said, are you serious? Asking a student, she says, how much do you want to buy it for? I thought, I thought, oh, I, I don't even know, you know. I didn't want to say a really low number, but I thought, <laughs> okay, God, since you've already told me this was my house, how much should I offer? So I gave her an offer, and she said, yep, it's, it's a done deal. And um, so you guys go ahead and apply, and you, um, you, you guys can um, have the house. And so we, anyway, I'm in the house today, and we, I got the house. I'm in the house. Now, I'm in the house because I declared and I decreed and I spoke words that this was my home. 
Uh, my grandma didn't know I was doing that all these years, but I finally told her um, when we were in the hospital one day, and I told her, I said, you, did you know that I was believing God that that was in my house? She says, I knew that. <laughs> she said, I always knew you wanted the house. She said, I always knew. She said, that's one reason why I wanted you to have it, because I knew you would take great care of it, just like me and your grandfather did. And she said, the journey in life that we, we had went through to get the home, she said, I knew you would be the one to take great care of it. I said, awesome. So anyway, we're in the house today because of the power of the words um, that we had spoke. And um, I am just a firm believer that anywhere that you go in life, you can change the atmosphere. I'm a firm believer that the words you speak are powerful and they can change anything. And um, this morning, I just really felt, um, as I was praying, um, to pray for some women um, that say, hey, you know what? I want to change in my life. Um, I've been speaking the wrong thing or I've been going down the, the wrong road concerning this situation. And I choose to speak life over this situation now. And so if you're here this morning, I just, I'm not going to ask you to come up unless you want to. But I am going to ask you if you would stand right where you are um, by your table. And I just want to declare and I want to decree um, just a prayer over you this morning. So if you are in the room and you say, hey, I want to change my words this morning. I want to begin to speak and declare what the word of God says. Not that you have not been, but sometimes we kind of, you know, and we have to come back and it's okay. Um, it's a start. So go ahead and stand to your feet right now. And I'm going to pray over you this morning. <coughs> Thank you, Father. We bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we declare and we decree this morning, God, that no weapon formed against us will prosper in Jesus' name. I declare and I decree in this room this morning, God, that lives are being changed right now. And our words that we speak are being changed, God. I declare and I decree, God, that each and everything that we speak out, God, we speak life. And we cancel every assignment of the enemy over our lives, over our marriages, over our children, over our businesses, over our ministries. Anything that we have spoken that does not line up with the word of God, we cancel it now in Jesus' name. So I thank you, Father, that the words that we give out and the words that we speak, God, that they are, they are words, God, that will begin to change lives. They are words that will begin to heal God, we thank you for what you are doing and what you are going to do. I know this was different this morning, just hearing a testimony, and, but God, this is what you said. And so, God, I thank you that these women have the power to tread over serpents and scorpions this morning and all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt them in Jesus' name. I decree and de declare that they have the power to change every atmosphere that they walk into in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare and confess that they are not afraid to step out into what you have called them to do. So, God, we thank you and we bless you. And in this room this morning, I thank you, Father, that you told me, God, that there are women in this room, God, that you have called to do great things in God. But because one word was spoken over their life, they decided not to do it. So, God, I pray 
right now, God, that you give them the boldness, the tenacity to begin to walk into what it is you have called them to do. Some of them are called to mentor women. Some of them are called to begin to declare the word of God and begin to minister and step out. Some are called to do great things for you, God, to start businesses. And so, God, we cancel every voice that did not line up with your word. And we speak life to those situations, that you'll bring those things back around in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for what you're doing in the lives of these women. God, I just hear you say that there are books in the room. And those ladies, you, you know who you are. Some of you have started uh, journaling. I see you journaling, and I see you stopping. I see some of you have started writing, and then you stopped. And some of you are almost finished. But I just want to encourage you this morning. I just hear the Lord very strongly saying, keep writing. And then I hear him say, write again. There are lives that are waiting for your book. There are healings that will manifest when your book is done. And there are breakthroughs that will happen when the book is finished. And so those that are called to be authors in the room, they're in this room this morning. I sense it very strongly that you will begin to write. Some of you, um, God has told you to write, begin to write a blog. And you kind of start it and you say, oh, this doesn't make sense. This isn't good. But you know what? It's not, it's not for you. It's for those that God has called you to. Begin to write. Begin to journal. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, God. You're worthy of the glory and the praise. We honor you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I declare and I decree over each and every woman that is in this room that 2018 is your year of total manifestation of everything that you're believing God for. This is your year. Nothing shall stop you. Nothing shall block you. Nothing shall hold you back but you. And you won't even hold yourself back anymore. You will go forward in Jesus' name. You will not just be a starter, but you will be a finisher. This year in 2018, I declare this is your year. It may have started off rocky, but I want you to know that it's going to get smoother and smoother and smoother. You are not women that will give up. You will keep fighting. You'll keep pressing until the end. And I declare and I decree that the best days are ahead of you. Your future is so bright, you need sunglasses to begin to see it. Hallelujah. I declare and I decree that over you now in Jesus' name. And I decree and declare that God is mending the broken heart in this room. And those that have been hurt, those that have held on it for a long time, I just see God freeing you right now in Jesus' name. He's freeing and he's restoring you right now in the name of Jesus. Nothing no longer shall hold you back. Your blessings will not be blocked because of unforgiveness. You're letting it go today. You are free now in Jesus' name. I declare that you are free and whole and complete in him in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
there are about 10 ladies, uh, there are about 10 ladies, I just really sense very strong, that are in this room this morning that know that you need, you just need a push. You just need somebody to say, girlfriend, go ahead and go forth. I don't know who you are, but I just want you to come up here real quick. Those 10 ladies. It could be 20, I don't know, but just come up. I know there's 10. Just, I need a push. I need a push. Don't be afraid. Come on up, ladies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we bless you, Jesus. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Jesus. And those of you that are standing out there, would you just begin to pray for your girlfriends up here? Begin to pray for them right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I ask you ladies to come up because I heard very strongly in my spirit that some of you have tried to step out and um, someone very close to you has told you, I don't know how you're going to do that, how that's going to work. And so you begin to believe that and you just shut it down. You said, nope, I'm not going to do it. I stopped. Some of you um, have started and stopped, started and stopped. And you've done this year after year after year. But this cycle is going to be broken today. I just believe that. That cycle is broken. You will finish. You will go to the top in what it is God has called you to do. And I just want to lay hands on you in agreement that you are free. And I just want to give you a push in the spirit. As I lay hands on you, I just see you being pushed in the spirit. You are going to have a powerful, powerful testimony before the year is even out of what it is that God has called you to do. You will not fear anymore. You will not be afraid anymore. And I just want you to know this. Every lady up here, look at me real quick. I just want you to know this. You do hear from God. I just need to say that. It's just what the Lord is telling me. You do know how to hear from God. You do know how to hear from him. And as he begins to speak to you, do not be afraid to step out into what it is he's called you to do. Sometimes it looks crazy to others, but don't worry about others. You are going to be people of God that are going to be free from people because people have held us back. You're free in that. God freed me from that years ago. Be free in that. Begin to step out into what it is God has called you to do. Seriously. Some of you are anointed and called to start businesses, but you haven't started because you feel like, oh, I don't think I'm qualified enough. I don't have enough um, I just, you know, you start putting it all together and you just feel like everything, everything that's stopping you from moving forward is you. But no longer you is getting out the way. You are getting out the way and you are allowing God to come in. If you're called to be a housewife, you are the best domestic engineer ever. That's what I call you. You are the bomb.com. Be the best at that. Be the best at what it is God has called you to be. Be the best. 
Now, I'm going to lay hands on each and every one of you, and I'm just going to declare and decree that you are being pushed forward into what it is God has called you to do. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody lift your hands. Let's just worship him right now. He's so worthy of the glory and the praise. Father, we bless you. We honor you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I declare and I decree over each and every lady that's taking the boldness, God, just to come up and say, God, I just need an extra push. I already know what it is, God, you've called me to do. I already know what I'm anointed to do. I already know what you've spoken to me time after time after time. Nothing shall no longer hold me back. From this day forward, mark this date, this time, and this year that you will step forward and nothing shall hold you back anymore. So God, I declare and I decree that we are women of God that hear your voice very clear. And when, we, when you speak to us, we will be obedient and do what it is you've called us to do. No longer will we turn off your voice, but we turn on your voice in our spirit and we will step.